Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Thank you so much for all your questions this week. I've loved listening to them. I hope you had a great week and you've been enjoying your copies of Everything Under the Sun, the book filled with all of your fabulous questions sent into the podcast. If you haven't got a copy yet, ask for it at your local bookshop, library or get it from Amazon. Everything Under the Sun, a curious question for every day of the year is out now. I hope you'll love it. Now let's begin. Our first question is a curious one that comes from Enzo in Belgium. Over to Enzo. I am Enzo and I'm four and I'm in Belgium. Um, why does our hair go static when we're jumping on the trampoline and somewhere? Hi Enzo, well thank you for that brilliant question. Isn't it so funny when you're jumping, jumping, jumping on the trampoline and then your hair starts to stick up in the air and go all kind of fuzzy, kind of like you look a bit like a porcupine? Well I thought this was such a good question that I'd find an expert to answer it for you. So I've called in the help of Fran Scott, who is a science presenter and scientist, to explain this one to you, Enzo. Over to Fran. Hello, Enzo, and thanks for your amazing question. I'm Fran, and I'm a science prop builder. And as Molly said, I've got a book coming out called How to Build a Racing Car. And I build things in my job all of the time. And I've actually built some props that use static, or as scientists call it, static electricity. And to understand a little bit more about static, what we need to do is look at what things are made of. Now, everything in the world, so everything under the sun, is made up of tiny, tiny particles, smaller than we can actually see. And these particles can have different charges. So they can either have a positive charge, so that's what we imagine to be a bit like a plus sign, or they can have a negative charge, so that's what we imagine to look like a takeaway sign. Or they can just have no charge at all. Now, normally objects, so let's say like our body or a trampoline, have the right number of positive charges and the right number of negative charges. So these balance each other out and the object ends up having no overall charge at all. However, when objects rub against each other, negative charges can actually jump from one object to another. And this is exactly what happens when you jump on a trampoline. Every time you jump, negative particles can move from your feet onto the trampoline's material. And then what happens, because you've lost some of your negatively charged particles, that means that you end up becoming positively charged. And two positively charged things like to move away from each other. They repel. So it's like all of your hair has become positively charged. So it tries to get as far away from itself as it can, which is why it ends up standing on end. 
Now, if your hair does end up standing on end, do be careful because you're so charged up that then if you touch something that is touching the ground or has the opposite charge to you, then the charges can flow between the two objects and it could give you a little bit of a static shock. But normally that static shock doesn't hurt too much. So do keep on having fun jumping on the trampoline and making your hair all static. And I hope I've answered your question. Thanks so much, Fran, for your brilliant answer. I think I understand electrical charges a little better now. And thanks to Fran's explanation, next time I'm jumping on a trampoline with my children and their hair starts boinging up in the air, I now know why. I hope that answers your question, Enzo. Now, thanks to Fran's explanation, I should be able to answer this next question, which comes from Mira, who lives in Jordan. Over to Mira. Hello, Molly. My name is Mira. I'm five and three quarters. I live in Jordan. And how does electricity get into the clouds and make thunder? Bye-bye. Thank you, Mira, for this intriguing question. So two things often come along with a big storm, thunder and lightning. Lightning is the visible bright streak of light you see in the sky during a thunderstorm and thunder is the loud rumbling boom sound that lightning makes. So how does electricity get into the clouds and make thunder and lightning? Well, lightning is a type of static electricity. During a thunderstorm, the sky is covered in a big blanket of clouds and inside these clouds are tiny water droplets and ice crystals moving around. As Fran said, particles have a charge that is either positive, like a plus, or negative, like a minus. The water droplets and ice crystals in storm clouds will all have either a positive or negative charge. And during a thunderstorm, all these particles move around and rub against each other. And just like on the trampoline, the negative charges can jump from one place to another. What happens is that all the negatively charged particles and positively charged particles separate so that the negative ones are at the bottom of the cloud and the positive ones are at the top of the cloud. Then, positively charged and negatively charged things like to come together and are attracted to each other. So the particles link up quickly, forming a sort of electric shock that is a lightning bolt. But this lightning happens inside the cloud and doesn't make it back down to Earth. Most lightning happens inside the clouds and doesn't hit Earth. But when it does, something a bit different happens. A lightning bolt hitting the Earth begins in the same way with the negatively charged particles moving to the bottom of the cloud. But what happens next is these particles escape the cloud from the bottom and take a path that looks like a little branch reaching for the ground. Since positively charged particles love negatively charged ones, when the negative charges come down from the ground, positive ones began coming up from the ground to link with them and make a sort of bridge all the way from the earth to the cloud. When that happens, this path is used as a huge electrical current and the electricity flows freely between the cloud and the ground of the earth. And you see a big flash of light we call lightning. As the lightning bolt travels through the air, it heats up the air around it to a really high temperature. 
This sudden heating makes the air expand really quickly and that creates a shockwave in the air which is what we hear as thunder. In fact, lightning can reach temperatures of up to 30,000 degrees Celsius. That's five times hotter than the surface of the sun. Lightning is boiling. So to summarise, lightning happens when positive and negative charges in the sky separate and create a powerful electric current that rushes from the clouds to the ground. Remember, although lightning can be very beautiful and an amazing thing to see, during a thunderstorm, stay indoors away from the windows and away from things outside like tall trees or metal poles because lightning is very attracted to them and you wouldn't want to be hit by it because you could get electrocuted. I hope that helps Mira and I love thunder too. It's a really cool sound, isn't it? Thank you for sending in your question. Our next question is about another amazing natural phenomenon that happens in the sky and it comes from Mishka. Over to Mishka. Hi, my name is Mishka. I'm six years old. I live in Christchurch, New Zealand. I love dogs and my question is, why do sun and rain make rainbows? Thank you. What a wonderful question, Mishka. Well, we did sort of answer it in episode two of Everything Under the Sun, but that was a long time ago now. So I thought since I love rainbows so much, I would answer this question. But if you want to go back to episode two and hear Ren ask why a rainbow is so colorful, you can. A slightly different question. So Mishka, why is it that two things as opposite as the sun and the rain come together to make one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, a rainbow? Well, it starts with sunlight. Usually when we see sunlight, we just see the light. But what we don't see is that inside each ray of light are lots of colours that we call the colours of the rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. They're all inside each ray of light. Now usually light just speeds through the air and we don't see all of these beautiful colours. But when a raindrop gets in the way of this light, something different happens. The light that enters the raindrop comes out totally transformed as it does something called gets refracted as it passes through the raindrop. Basically, the light goes into the raindrop, hits the back of the raindrop and comes out the other side. And as it does, all of the different colors of that light emerge. So the light's path bends to look a bit like a V. Each color of light, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo or violet, bends a slightly different amount because it enters the raindrop at a different speed. So the light is broken up and the different colours come out the other side of the raindrop all lined up in the order that we see the rainbow. But why does a rainbow have an arc shape? Well actually this is just the way we see it. A rainbow is actually a full circle but when we look at it we only see half of it as we see it from the ground. If you were to look at a rainbow from an aeroplane, you might be able to see a full circle rainbow, which would be such a cool thing to see. 
Right now is a really good time of year to see rainbows in England where I live because it's raining lots, but it's also getting to summer, so it's sunny as well. So it's very possible to have rainy spells and sunshine together and then get a beautiful rainbow. There was one actually above my podcast shed where I'm recording this podcast now in my garden. So that's what made me think it would be great to answer your question, Mishka. I hope that answers it. Don't forget that rainbows can also happen when it's not raining, but it's very humid and there are lots of water droplets in the air. Or if you're standing by a waterfall and lots of water droplets are being sprayed off. Or, my favourite, if you're watering the garden and you hold your thumb over the hose pipe so water sprays everywhere in tiny drops, on a sunny day you should be able to see a rainbow in the water watering your garden. I hope that answered your question, Mishka, and thanks for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the amazing Fran Scott for helping us understand static electricity. Fran has a new book out called How to Build a Racing Car. In her book, she teaches children how to build a racing car and lots of racing and engineering skills. So do check that out if you're into racing cars and machines. Also, a big thank you to Enzo, Mira and Mishka for this week's questions. Remember, if you have a question you would like answered on the show, do send it in to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. There's more info about how to do that on the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk. And make sure to get yourself a copy of the book of the podcast, Everything Under the Sun curious question for every day of the year it's in all good bookshops libraries and online so check it out wishing you all a wonderful week filled with jumping beautiful skies and maybe even a rainbow or two i'll be back next week answering more curious questions from children around the world in another episode of everything under the sun thank you and goodbye